don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. This week on the Social Minds Podcast. I think if it's showed us anything, it's that brands don't need to be polished. They need to be real. We were joined by Jack Koch, who is the Global Head of Marketing Sciences at Reddit, and he's previously worked at Spotify and LinkedIn. Obviously specializing in marketing sciences, Jack's team is responsible for tracking user trends and consumer behavior across Reddit, and then using that insight to help brands inform their strategy on the platform. Yes, several months after having Reddit's EVP and President of Global Advertising on Social Minds, It was a pleasure to speak to Jack specifically about the data and the trends we've seen around online communities, especially following the pandemic. In this podcast, we discussed treating Reddit conversations like you would a dinner party, why the pandemic has shown that brands need to be real, not polished, and a sneak peek at the future of Reddit, including its plans for video. What we've seen is even more people understand that the conversations, advice, and recommendations that have taken place within communities have really the power to influence the real world. All this and more, coming up. How are online communities shaping the future of consumer behavior? First of all, thank you for having me, Theo and Eve. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. And, uh, and what I'll do first is, is I'll bring it back a little bit to Reddit and a little bit about my role as well, if that, if that works for everyone. So Reddit, for folks that aren't aware, it's a, it's a network of more than 100,000 communities where people can really dive into anything through experiences built around interests, hobbies, and, and, and really passions. And those hobbies and passions cover almost every interest on the planet. And our mission is to bring community and belonging to everyone in the world. So people come to us to everything from fashion to podcasts such as this, uh, to investing, to, to even sourdough, whatever it might be. So there really is truly a community on Reddit for everyone, for all, all passions and interests. And, and where, where my place within Reddit lies is I'm fortunate enough to lead the team whose mission it is to provide research insights and measurement that helps our team partners make smarter business decisions. So this includes everything from uh, trends and insights on our platform to uh, measurement to demonstrate the power of our media and really large scale research that tells the world about their world through the lens of Reddit. So regarding your first question, I I know we'll get into this a little bit deeper, but there's going to be a lot of data in this podcast, flash warning, you know, trigger warning for people. If uh, We'll try to keep it, keep it humorous, but I am a marketing sciences lead and that's what's just going to happen within this podcast. So we're really excited to share all this this with you. And so as well, with those online communities, Jack, the two things we want to know is how prevalent are they and how has that particularly accelerated during the pandemic, a time where we've obviously all been isolated and looking for hobbies and interest points that reflect us? Absolutely. So, so what what we've known is is um, we've known for a while, but now this is starting to become um, more well known that online communities have been on, been on the rise. You know, Reddit is a 15 year old company, and we've continued to see growth over this time. You know, especially in the UK, we've seen uh, engagement in community sites like Reddit grow from 72 to 77 percent from 2018 to 2020 alone, and over half of those in the UK say that they're visiting more often now than they did. You know, a few years ago, when the pandemic hit a year ago, what we really saw through anecdotal evidence, but also the data and the behavioral you know, metrics on the platform is we saw more people than ever turning to Reddit for connection, community and belonging when, when there was this need, uh, when we really had actually unprecedented disconnection. So online communities have always been valuable, but all of a sudden they, they really became this lifeline for so many that who were no longer able to interact in real life. So what we saw is we saw up to 50% increases in traffic to some of our communities. And what we witnessed mimicked real life 
So we saw people go through the stages of the pandemic. And Theo, you're you're probably aware of a lot of these. You went through a lot of these stages as well. But first, we saw information gathering. You know, what is going on? People came to Reddit uh, for information about the coronavirus, our science communities, um, communities about news and education, because it was the place for the most relevant news. And then, you know, you get the snow day mentality, right? People went to the snow day mentality of, of somewhat excitement. I get to work from home. I get to stay at home. What is going to happen? A little nervous, but excited about, you know, pretend binge watching uh, their Netflix shows and what a couple weeks of, of quarantine might look like. Then we moved into people questioning if this is really a new normal. And we start to see people getting getting nervous and wondering how they would get basic necessities and how they would get deliveries and how they would get food, work, schooling, all of that. And uh, uh, also relationships, right? And how they would actually quarantine at home with the people that they were quarantined at home with. So we saw our relationship communities spike in, in increases there. And even now, what we started to see is people get really creative with settling in, showing off their setups. People come to Reddit for all kinds of advice, what to cook, how to cut their hair, how to homeschool their kids, how to date virtually. And I talked about before how to quarantine at home. And and people are realizing, you know, this is the new normal. And thankfully, we're, 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 there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And Reddit is, is right in analog with that. So uh, during the pandemic, after the pandemic, people will still come to Reddit for information on their interests. But what we love to see... Um, is that people are coming for one thing, their interests, their hobbies, their passions, information, but they're staying for a lot of other communities as well. People have multiple interests, they come for one, but they end up staying for all the other things on Reddit that they might be interested in. Mm. I know the pandemic has obviously like exacerbated it, but even before that, when we first spoke, there was a little bit about this sort of wider shift on social from like me-centric sharing, you call it, from me-centric sharing to we-centric sharing. And I'm wondering, I know you guys did a partnership with Global Web Index on like this movement to was community first social. I'm wondering what you can tell us about your key findings from that report and just like this general trend that we've been seeing. Absolutely. Thanks, Eve. And and I love talking about this study. This was a fantastic uh, US and UK study that we did with Global Web Index. Um, and it was all about diving into the rise of online communities. And as you said, how people are moving away from me-centric social sharing and more towards we-centric community conversations. And, uh, you know, I'm, Mark, I'm a guy in Marketing Insights. I like lists. I think people, you know, really capture things when it comes down to lists. So let me boil that down into, into five key points. So uh, first, uh, what GWI found um, is they found online communities are more popular and more impactful than ever. And that's not surprising, especially with what's been going on the last um, uh, few months with, with, with Reddit and, and how exciting of a time that's been, you know, publicly for us, but this has been happening for a while. So in the UK specifically, 54% of, of users say they're visiting online communities more often than they did even a few years ago. And what's more is those who share details of their personal life online through traditional social media has declined 35% over the past five years. So there's definitely that shift, which we'll get into a little bit more in detail a little bit later. Um, number two, they enable self-expression. That's really the why behind, one of the whys behind the shift. So what people believe is that community sites provide more authentic and respectful environments. Um, up to 48% of users in the UK believe this. Uh, than tradi traditional social media sites and better allow users to be their true selves. And a little bit more in depth to the why, uh, there's wisdom in crowds. That's what we're seeing from, from community sites as well. So, uh, you know, despite trust in established media sources declining, we uh, GWI saw it decline 8% in the past two years. Those in the UK are twi over twice as likely to trust online communities more than they do online influencers or celebrity recommendations. Uh, number four, 
anonymity fuels authenticity. I know this is something that that uh, you both are very you know interested in, and that we'll we'll also dive into a little bit. But that's that's one of the cruxes of it, right? People are more inclined to be honest and open and trusting when they're anonymous or when they can share whatever they want to about whatever they're comfortable sharing about themselves. And then the last piece, based on the the uh, what this podcast is about, that we'll definitely dive into is there. We found there's very clear room for brands, but authenticity is key. So what GW found, GWI found is that the relationship between brands and consumers has actually changed pretty significantly in recent years. So since 2015, UK consumers have become up to 32% more likely to advocate for brands that make them feel involved or that they have a personal relationship with. So they're looking for more authentic and intimate relationships from brands. And because of this, 75% of online community participants in the UK would be receptive to brand participation. But they're looking for brands to embrace and contribute to the collective nature of community and really be active participants. So uh, those are the five key points of, of the study. And we were so fortunate um, to have a great partner like GWI to work with them on this. No, definitely. I'm glad you touched a little bit about what it means for brands and marketers then, because if we're seeing this sort of shift towards, you know, less moving away from more of a public forum and going into these private but more specific spaces, there's like a bit of sentiment from brands where which is like, okay, how do we get involved now? What are we going to be welcome in these spaces? What advice would you have for brands then who want to make the most out of these powerful communities but don't want to say intrude on people's personal time or you know invite themselves into spaces where they feel unwelcome because if people are you know spending time here you know to have fun and talk about things that they like you don't always want advertisers poking your nose in but of course we have to speak on behalf of the brands like they're gonna have to get in so how should they go about that yeah absolutely so we have firstly um we have a great team at reddit that that basically guides and and will be your north star for a brand that's looking to uh, participate on Reddit, whether it's organic or whether it's paid, uh, and they're they're a fantastic, wonderful team that that works with with earners to to kind of shepherd them through this. But um, overall, what we say is we tell brands to think about advertising on Reddit like they would their own dinner party entrance, right? Uh, you wouldn't walk into a crowded room and start just screaming at folks. Um, you really have to step back, you know, and 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 talk to them. You really have to step back, listen, get to know your audience and, and learn about their interests to find a way that's appropriately impactful and engaging. So, and when you do engage, you want to engage in a way that aligns with the essence of community. Um, going back to the pandemic, I think if it's showed us anything, it's that brands don't need to be polished. They need to be real. They need to be honest and they need to showcase the value that they're providing. This is definitely a trend we've been seeing both on Reddit and, and, and off Reddit as well. But the pandemic really pushed it, I believe, over the tipping points. Now we're seeing brands that, that pivoted to this honest and trustworthy and value driving. We, we're seeing them get a lot of success and a lot of momentum as we see the light at the end of the tunnel. So customers are looking for these honest, authentic interactions. So uh, we would say take a human tone, which can be hard and scary, especially for brands that have spent years creating this polished brand, these polished brand guidelines and tone. But it's really this authentic tone that drives trust and authenticity. Another thing I think we'd say is contribute. It's all about the value exchange. You got to stay for the conversation. So, so um, brands that are having success are active members of the community, being as transparent as they can. We've seen some amazing brand loyalty come from transparent and honest conversations. One uh, one example I'll give because you know examples really uh, shine some light into to how brands um, can take advantage of this. Uh, there was a small but very well-loved skincare brand. Uh, they had a, had a thriving community. Um, and somebody posted on their, on their community, 
about mold being in the products and actual pictures of the mold. And they were, they were pretty gruesome images. Um, <laughs> so, um, people started, started saying, well, I wonder if this is in, in my product. And, and, you know, it started to snowball this mold. The, the owner of the skincare line came on the community and immediately responded with, Hey, I'm so this happened. This is a natural product, and sometimes this can happen in transit or whatever it might be. We are determined to fix this. We will obviously refund your money. We will do X, Y, Z. But going through the specifics of why it happened, but also why it happened is also why it's good for your skin in the first place, that it's natural products. So everybody just really appreciated the owner coming on, admitting this was an issue, showcasing what they're going to do to fix it and why it happened. And they just gained so much traction from that. They sold out a lot of their products within that week and their community is thriving even more. I think another example, uh, if I could just continue, is uh, some brands really met the moment of the pandemic as well with providing value. One is Netflix. So Netflix came on, they have a great organic community. Uh, they also are a paid advertiser of ours as well. They met the moment by everybody was was binging all their shows and everybody was posting, well, what do I watch next? You know, um, Theo, I'm sure there were a lot of shows that that you uh that you you went through and and you were saying, well, now that I'm done with, with Tiger King, what do I do? What do I do next? Or definitely or, um, <laughs> or all seasons of Property Brothers, whatever it might be. So Netflix came on and they said, tell us what you've enjoyed and we will provide one. I want a one recommendations for you. And they started doing that. One of their community managers came on and just started providing recommendations. So that was a great way of meeting the moment uh, in a community. And that can only be done in communities, that two-way conversation, but that the world can see. So Eve, to get back to your original point and to sum it all up, I would say it's important to be a functioning member of the community, contribute, provide value. And when it's done right, users definitely say that it drives brand love and trust. And we have all the, you know, the metrics and the data to back that up. But within communities, it's the only, it's one of the only places that can be done and done right. And as well, I know, Jack, that brand behavior has uh, changed considerably because of this and, you know, taking that more uh, community-led approach. But in terms of the actual consumer as well, the sort of end user, to go back to the overarching slightly, how is their behavior sort of changing as a result? Is it that they are more, you know, is it fueling brand love, for instance? Or is it that sense of the consideration phase becomes longer because they're seeking out recommendations from communities? Just wondered what your thoughts were on there. Yeah, absolutely. So, so um as I as I mentioned earlier, and as we've talked about, you know, this anonymity fuels trust. And there are you visit there are certain conversations people can have within online communities that that maybe they're not comfortable having elsewhere. Uh, look at certain products that are maybe personal, or ask questions that are really personal about about medical issues or about relationships. And and that's user feedback we hear you know all the time. And so. Um, people are more comfortable expressing themselves, opening up about a particular subject or product when they're anonymous and when they can be their authentic selves. And because of this, the advice and recommendations on Reddit are even more meaningful and authentic because people have no reason to, to be anything other than honest. And where, where this plays for brands, especially coming out of the pandemic, is the most impactful trend in the purchase journey that's changed is no doubt the decrease of physical shopping and the move to e-commerce. So what we know is we know half of consumers are shopping more online than they did before the pandemic. People can't go to the store to physically touch to um, see how they might fit. They're not making as many impulse purchases. And what this means also is that regardless of the purchase category, people have a lot more research online before than ever before, before they buy. The information's at their fingertips. It's a click away now that they're shopping online more. And this trend is going to continue. So what happens when consumers buy online, they have all this information on their fingertips. They're trying to figure out what are the trustworthy sources for them to go to. And even more importantly, 
which ones are not trustworthy. They're discovering what sources aren't trust trustworthy, um, <clears throat> especially you know the one to many conversations. So the influencers, the journalists, the blogs, the paid sponsorships. So we're seeing again, Eve, as you mentioned before, people moving away from those me centric social conversations to the we centric community conversations where where there's a dialogue and relevant information. So. What we've seen at Redis specifically based on, again, I'm going to talk about data, but this is based on some new research that we conducted with a company called Verto Analytics. We find that when Reddit is included in the purchase journey, consumers are more informed. They spend more of their journey actively researching, evaluating two times as many brands, four times as many research sessions in some stages. This leads them to be more more confident purchasers in what they're purchasing. So they're informed and they're confident in their decision. They make their final purchase decision nine times faster than social platforms where it's a one-to-many conversation. They end up spending 15 more dollars. So again, just going back to this, people are researching more than ever before. When they're confident in their decision, they purchase faster. And then they become stronger brand advocates. So people that use Reddit in their uh, purchase journey, they become stronger brand advocates. There's a higher NPS. They're more likely to talk positive about the brand both online and offline. So this new shift, not only to social social sites, but to online communities, but to more online commerce and people doing more research is a massive opportunity for brands to really develop more engaged, high quality and loyal consumers. You're listening to the Social Minds podcast with Jack Koch from Reddit. So far, we've been speaking about the change from me to we centric social sharing, the results of Reddit's recent global web index study and the impact of online communities on consumer behavior. Still to come, we're talking about the common mistakes brands make when approaching community first social compared to social broadcasts and how Jack's team tracks behavior patterns to predict the next big interest for consumers. Jack, I'm, I'm interested to dig into a little bit more about the why behind this like shift away from me-centric social sharing. You know, why are people becoming so disenfranchised with that? You know, what factors have driven them to changing the way that they approach social platforms and like their, their own personal time? And I guess from that, what can we read about people's mindset that might better inform us when we're, you know, trying to speak to people? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So um, again, as we were talking about earlier, communities, you know, really have long been on the rise and, and the pandemics further this, and especially the the events of the last few months have really you know, taken it to a whole new level. I think we've seen that online communities have the enormous power to influence. And especially you know, in, in the last you know, few, few months with, with things like Wall Street bets and the Super Bowl and, and all these sort of things that have reinforced the benefits and values of online communities to a whole new level and scale. Now, what we've seen is even more people understand that the conversations, advice, and recommendations that have taken place within communities have really the power to influence the real world. And the reason why they do this, so, uh, uh, communities do this is, is really three critical ways, I'd say. Uh, first, communities are really based around interests, and there are interests for everybody. It's not just a few communities, over 100,000 communities um, as well. Number two, it's not journalists or influencers speaking on a one-to-many forum. So with the increasing need for those two-way uh, exchanges, as we discussed earlier, it's communities offer that really one-to-many conversation. And third, the technology. So being able to upvote and downvote content ensures really that the wisdom of the crowd is upheld and that really the, the most relevant information surfaces to the top fast. So I would say these are the things that are really accelerating that shift. 
And I'm just wondering, like, uh, obviously, you know, who would want to predict another pandemic, of, of course, but in terms of particular patterns and trends that are abundant and that happen, how can brands sort of use these to predict? And how can, for starters, how can they sort of predict what will be the next big thing? What will be the next Wall Street bets? And what would be the, you know, opportunities to sort of engage with communities? Theo, that is a that is a fantastic question because it seems like that question was built directly for me. That is one that's directly <laughs> in our wheelhouse. Um, because luckily I lead a team that tracks and analyzes these conversations. We track uh, all these trends and conversations and insights that are happening in our, again, over hundred thousand communities with contributions from, again, those 52 million daily active users. So what we do is we deliver this data to our partners weekly, both at the aggregate and the brand level. And what this does is this provides um, a level of understanding into consumer perception that really isn't possible on other platforms. And as we grow our business, what we're able to do with our partners is really dive into the data and insights, create, uh, deliver these really deep trends and uh, information about their brand, information about the category that allows them to develop innovative campaigns. And so what we do is, is as you mentioned, we lean into the data to tell stories and trends of Reddit. We try to tell the world about their world through the lens of Reddit. And our North Star is if we and our vision, if we can tell these stories that we're not only influencing marketing strategies on Reddit, some marketing strategies off Reddit, offline strategies, and then even going further than that, how can we influence product and company strategies? How can we inform an auto manufacturer what kind of steering wheel you know they should have in their car? How do we inform a snack brand what sort of flavors are going to be the next next trend? So that is our North Star. That is our vision. And as far as connecting with consumers on Reddit, you know, brands can certainly leverage these trends to connect with consumers. The way that brands primarily uh, use our audience targeting and how they reach out to consumers in the first place is really based on our self-selected needs. They can reach out to them the moment that they're interested in something through our interest groups. And you're also surrounded with this relevant content. And that's why, as we talked about before, the influence, uh, influencing with the path of purchase is really ideal on Reddit. Um, so uh, what we're looking forward to doing is diving in even deeper into these trends and insights. And if you can imagine, you know, question, uh, clients are asking us questions all the time about their brand, about specific things. So we take these reactive questions and we roll them out proactively as well. So we're able to become industry and vertical experts for our brands, for the industry and for folks like yourself. Mm. Can you, um, Jack, can you share with us any like trends that you've noticed that are maybe a bit more generalized? Give us a, a prediction for the future that your team has noticed. Uh, you know, prediction for the future. Um, I do. <laughs> Please don't say another pandemic. No, I'm going, I'm going to, to shy away from that. But I will say related to the pandemic, and I did say this before, you know, Reddit does mimic society. So, uh, you know, we do see interest groups spiking for travel, you know, things spiking around outdoor activities. And this is a seasonal thing as well. Um, and we, with regards to future forecasting, you know, that's something that, that we try to shy away from. If you can imagine the Wall Street bets being a piece as well. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but that, that was just, that was just a wonderful, um, showcase of the power of, of community. Um, another thing that's, of course, increased right now is all the conversations around sports. We saw so many nostalgic conversations happening during the pandemic. Uh, the tagline, I miss sports you know, really popped throughout a lot of the pandemic. So we're seeing now that sports are, are coming back. I don't, I don't follow sports so, so much. So, uh, you know, asking me exactly what's, ha what's happening. Um, you know, let's, let's not touch on that, uh, just in case I get, 
I get called out. Yep. That's okay. I wouldn't understand it even if you told me, Jack. I'd... That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. I think I think I think tennis is the one with the. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the one with the rats. So, um, but you know, we see a lot of a lot of sports um, popping as well. And then, um, what I love seeing increase uh, are, are things around transportation. I lo- I love now that you know the weather's getting a little bit a little bit nicer in a lot of the areas. Uh, people looking to fix up their bikes, fix up their cars. Um, that's something I'm particularly interested in. So I love seeing all of those communities um, really increase in traffic as well. And then, of course, you know, all of our advice categories, again, people are coming to get informed. And then once this happens, we see a lot of our advice categories, humor categories, news, education, those just continue to increase with, with just them, which is just wonderful to see. And Jack, one one thing I wanted to ask as well, just to go slightly off sort of script, is that I think the brand perception of Reddit, or or what at least it once was, was that it's a place for very nuanced, very niche uh, sort of communities. But I assume that that's changed considerably over the months. You know, it's as well as that sort of kind of social humor that you get, and I see it myself as a Reddit user in the comments, people sort of like you know making jokes at other people's comments and stuff. It seems like it's really broadened out as well to become more accessible to sort of everyone. That's a fantastic point. I think all of those conversations have, have always been there, but now people are just being more, more exposed to those. So, um, you know, I've been a Reddit user for a while. I'm fully aware of the inside jokes, the inside, um, the copy pastas, you know, the, uh, the, the terms, the phrasing that's used over the years. And, and, you know, speaking of that, what we love to see is a lot of that becoming mainstream, right? The term AMA becoming something that, that now a lot of people are latching onto and, and people have been using AMA off Reddit year but it's starting there is really fantastic diamond hands you know things hearing cnn say the word diamond hands is just just a a a surreal experience so it's starting to get more mainstream theo as you said but what you also said also rings true is that there's um a great sense of accessibility now as well more communities than ever and the larger communities are more accepting than than ever the moderators are more than happy to have people that can contribute to join, no matter if you've been a Reddit user for 10 years or a Reddit user for three months. So uh, that's just wonderful to see. There's really an opportunity for everybody to get involved. And yet those longer term inside jokes keep the older folks, you know, still engaged and feel like they have something that is something insider and keep them a little a little proud of what they've always known. You hear that, Theo? You're one of the old folks. <laughs> I, I guess so. I'm one of I'm an I'm an old I'm an old person. So you know, it's good. That's good. That's good. And I suppose it's, it's part of that to do with. I mean, you mentioned brands, Jack, as well. But it seems like as well as becoming more accepting of new members as well, it's uh, part of that has been accepting the brands as well and the part that they can play in conversation and, and sort of adding to the conversation. Absolutely. Um, we're starting to see brands getting really involved on the organic level and um, they can merge that with their paid experience as well we talk it we talk about it in terms of participation because it's it's an always-on experience and we do know again from this GW uh, I research and research that you mentioned and a, and a lot of research that we've done with with companies like Y pulse and Virto that there's absolutely a place for brands on the platform um, we know that that as long as brands provide value uh, a majority, if not almost all users, really respect when a brand makes the effort to be on the platform. Uh, they love hearing about new releases. They love hearing about product facts. It makes it more trustworthy of users think that if a brand participates on Reddit, it makes them more trustworthy and they're more likely to purchase the brand in the future. I believe it's four in 10 are more likely to purchase the product and almost three fourths are more likely to consider it more trustworthy or two thirds 
excuse me, two thirds. Now that we're going around the notes, all my all my data is, is getting <laughs> upended. So uh, so we can go back and fact check. I'm really impressed that you can remember all these numbers because I have to have stats written down all the time if we're reading them. But I'm I'm interested to know, Jack. Are there any sort of what what not to do's? Because I know we talk about say if this is like the new way social's going. Even like before that, when social was like the relatively new thing, a lot of brands sort of mess up by, as you said, bringing that overly polished tone and say taking what they've done on TV and then just whapping it on social. Is there a more specific like common mistake or what not to do that's more specific to one way broadcasts versus two way conversations? So yeah, you'll see people jumping on Twitter and. They're just like making an announcement and there's, you know, it's not intended to have that conversation. Have you seen any like common mistakes brands making when they're trying to get involved in these conversations on Reddit, but they're just approaching it like everyday comms? Yeah, that, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. And Eve, you did, you did steal a little bit of my thunder by giving some of the answer. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's no, no, but it, but it's, it's well known. It's absolutely well known. So I appreciate you brought it up that with any platform, typically, you know, especially with video, what, what can be done is some, some advertisers and brands take, you know, their TV spot and they put it on, you know, edit you a platform. That's just one example. Some people even, you know, old school days taking print ads and putting them on digital. That's an old school example of it. So that's a well-known concept that people try to look out to. Luckily, you're also um, talking to, to the lead that, that leads our, our measurement team as well. And what we try to do with our measurement team is as clients run campaigns, as they get data back about how you know successful or potentially how challenging they potentially were and how they resonated, we try to deliver optimization strategies. We deliver objective-based strategies on how they can better reach their consumer based on how the campaign ran in the past. So there's a lot of different answers to your to, to your question depending on the objective. But um, but yeah, that's that's something that our strategy teams and our account teams try to guide our advertisers with, making sure that the ad or guiding that the ad can be more relevant to Reddit, you know, speak potentially the Reddit language or the language of your audience rather than taking creative from another platform and putting it on Reddit. We don't want to make it a challenge for new advertisers to get involved, but there are simple tweaks that you can make that will make it resonate with the audience. So yeah, I, I think one that comes top of mind, of course, is the concept of taking just concepts elsewhere and putting it on Reddit. But we do find that when you speak the language of Reddit, when you engage with the community, and when you provide value rather than just speaking at the community, I mean, those those types of participation just really resonate and perform extremely well within the, the media platform. The the skincare example, the skincare brand that you mentioned earlier, Jack, you said the owner jumped on. Was that like from their personal account, like they had their name to it or was it from the brand account? Um, that is a, That is a great question. I believe, I'm not sure how their account actually worked, but it was... It was clearly the owner. It was clearly the owner, and I'm not sure if she if she is the only one that runs that account, or um, it's it's actually under her name. I I, uh, I believe it, I believe it's under her her username, but I I just want to leave a sense of vagueness to that, just because I'm not entirely sure. But it, she made it very clear that she was the CEO, that she was the founder. That was the first thing she said. So that was really compelling. I can give another example as well, if you'd like, of of a, of a brand that really showcase some great transparency. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, this one is, I think that, you know, Eve, to your point, and that's what sparked this, is identifying who it is at the company that's actually responding. So another great example is Chipotle. They did a AMA a while back, and a lot of people asked some questions, a lot of fans, a lot of, you know, challenges. And the AMA was with their head chef. And so again, it's that identification that you're not just hearing from a, a company, you're hearing from somebody's specific company. Yeah. And I have to say, that's actually resonated really well with some of our ads too. We've had designers say, I am the designer of, of this ad 
or I am the social media manager, you know, talk to me. And, and then they get a conversation going. So that's, that's amazing. Mm. But the chefs, you know, somebody asked them, why is queso not available, like fresh queso available in my area? They were in the Midwest or something along those lines. And why does it come back and forth? And, and why can't I just get queso on my you know, burritos? And the chef answered, he's like, look, it's fresh, but we're trying to figure out how to transport this because it is fresh. It is natural. And we want to make sure it actually transports well. So that was an answer on why the company can't meet potentially the expectations, but it's okay because there's a reason behind it. So a wraparound answer, Eve, to this is if you're going to have that human tone, it can make sense to identify who it is at the company Mm. um, that's actually responding or creating the ad. And that's also been really impactful as well. Yeah, absolutely. And a final question, Jack, I just want to touch on while we've just got a tiny bit of time left. This year, recently, we we saw a conversation around Reddit on Google, sort of like peak at sort of like an all-time high with so much going on. Just wanted to know what the kind of plans are for for scaling and further growth in 2021 are from a Reddit point of view. Absolutely, Theo. We're, we're, you know, we're so excited about this growth. It's been, you know, um, steady, as you can tell by those, by the uh, Google charts. I'm, I'm familiar with the ones you're referencing. Ours has just been steady and now it's spiked. And we're really excited about this even increased growth that we've, we've really seen. And what's really exciting is now everyone else is seeing this growth yeah. <laughs> as well. So we're, we're, we're happy to be on, on podcasts such as like, such as yourself and being mentioned more in mainstream media, you know, uh, friends and family, Asking me about things that are happening on the platform is, is really just a fantastic personal experience as well. And we're really excited to continue to bring belonging and community to, to as many people as we can. So uh, we're going to continue delivering on our mission. We're going to continue to build and grow internationally. Obviously, we launched in the UK. We just recently launched in Canada, and we have plans to launch and grow even further. So that's extremely important to us. And then another thing I can touch on is Reddit is eventually evolving to, or not eventually, but Reddit is already evolving to a platform that is both read and watched. We've already had Reddit Public Access Network Live. Uh, we're changing that name to Reddit Live. And that's been a huge success. Uh, I've enjoyed you know, spending hours watching that. It's a different way to go down the Reddit rabbit hole rather than read. You know, you can watch. And um, of course, with our Dubsmash acquisition, we're so excited about that. I think everyone will see some really incredible products coming out in the next few quarters, years regarding how Reddit is meant to be both read and watched. Mm, lots to look forward to. Maybe, maybe, maybe next, maybe next you can have our head of product on and, and you can grill uh, <laughs> him a little bit more. Me, me, I just know how to spout those stats, you know, off the top of my head. Go for the hat trick. Why well, not? There, Jack, <laughs> thank you very much for your time. Always great talking about Reddit. Such a fascinating and important platform. So thanks for, very much for delving into the insights and trends around Reddit recently and some of the trends that we've seen. So thank you very much. Uh, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you so much as well. Uh, this has been an absolute pleasure and look forward to, uh, to chatting with you soon. 100%, definitely. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to leave us a review on iTunes because it really, really helps and allows us to bring you brand new episodes every single week. This has been the Social Minds Podcast with myself, Theo Watts, Eve Young, and produced by Ollie Thompson. 